0: Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.
1: This is Total Information AM Sunday on the voice of St. Louis KMOX. Good morning to you on this January 22nd. A little bit of snow this morning, 34 degrees. We're joined now by Michael Kelly and John Hancock to talk about this week in politics. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Well, I guess the big news this morning is maybe it's been expected, but there's more talk about White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain stepping down in the coming weeks. I'll start with you, Michael. Uh, anything to read into this?
2: Uh, Probably not. Um, I mean, I don't know. The President's had a pretty successful first two years. Um, as to why the Chief of Staff may be moving on, I don't think it has anything to do with any of his document stuff. Uh, he's done his two years, and I think he may be uh, hanging it up. So I don't read much into it.
1: And, and on the documents, you no, know, there's been more found at his house. I mean, it, it, the approach that the white house is taking to this, are they trying to just get through this by, by getting as many docu- all whatever documents are out there, let's just get it over with.
2: I don't know. Uh, the approach, uh, seems to be catastrophic right now. I mean, Uh, Couldn't couldn't come up with a worse scenario number one that you had these documents when you're out prosecuting the former president for having some And then they seem to leak every day with new ones. I mean get everybody in the room find out how many documents you have turn them over Uh, But this is just a slow bleed and, and really a disastrous situation for the president
1: Yeah, the optics are not good when you you're going after the previous president and it's for this this exact issue John your thoughts
0: So I think the chief of staff leaving, even if it's, you know, not connected to this, it looks like it is. And, you know, you talk about bad optics. If you're going to leave as the chief of staff, uh, leaving right at the front edge of the biggest scandal that the administration has faced to date uh, is a bad look. So, you know, I it's biden's having a rough political time there's going to be a slew of congressional investigations now over this and you know whether it's just a political show whatever appearing or not there's going to be more bad information that comes out and you know this is really i think hampering the justice department potentially and taking any kind of action against donald trump as well so you know something we're going to keep an eye on close eye
1: Well, today is actually the anniversary of the Roe v. Wade decision in the 50th. Um, And, of course, last year that was a big story, Uh, the overturning of it and and the the fallout since then. Where do you think we're headed in 2023 when it comes to abortion rights, Michael?
2: Well, I think we're going to continue to see Democrats win elections. Um, And that's not only because of that particular ruling, but the backward nature of Uh, Our opponents, the Republicans, who continue to push some of this legislation. You couldn't believe the amount of bills down in Jefferson City that are further wanting to deal with abortion. I just don't think that the Republican Party is in touch with where everyday uh, Americans are, and um, I think that it's you know the long-term consequences of that ruling probably favors my party for the foreseeable future.
1: And there's such a divide. It's just between the states, literally the two right here, Missouri and Illinois, completely different approaches to uh, abortion rights, reproductive rights. Uh, John, how about you? Your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I mean, as a country, we're going to have to get this right because where most of the policy in the country is is on the extreme fringes. Missouri and Illinois are great examples of that. Uh, That's not where most of the people are. Most of the people uh, want to have some access to abortion early in a pregnancy, and most of the people want to prohibit late-term elective abortions. And that's where the public policy needs to end up. And I think what you're going to see as a practical matter is groups will put initiative petitions together and put this question on the ballot for the voters to decide. And once the voters decided, it will be uh, over and done.
1: Well, this morning we had another uh, mass shooting overnight in California, this one, 10 people dead at least. Uh, this is one of those political issues you almost just can't even discuss reasonably because everyone is entrenched in their thought process about assault-style weapons and what's the cause of these things, mental health versus guns. Um, I, I don't even know what to, to ask about this. <laughs> what are your thoughts, uh, Michael?
2: Well, this is the only place in the country or in the entire world that we wake up on a daily, weekly basis uh, to another mass shooting. We shrug our heads and, you know, scratch our heads and shrug our shoulders that there's just nothing we can do. We have these freedoms and liberties. Um, It's not happening in other places in the world. They have mental depression. Uh, They have uh, video games. They have the exact same things. I don't know. I'm kind of numb to the whole thing and really... um, Just sad that we continue to talk about it. And I don't think there's ever going to be a solution, unfortunately. John? Yeah, I mean, you're not going to – it's an
0: insolvable problem. California and Los Angeles have some of the most restrictive gun laws in the the country. And, you know, changing the gun laws, you know, could make some difference, I suppose. But the, the bottom line problem with this is that there are deranged people out there who have access to firearms. And the one place where I do think there's some common ground here is that even the most strident Second Amendment supporter will acknowledge that there are some people that should not have access to these kinds of weapons because of mental condition or other issues. And how you get at that, I I can't tell you, but I do think that's a place of common ground that we can start having a discussion.
1: Yeah, I mean, when you look at it, a big picture – the solve here, if there is such a thing is so long-term we're talking about people growing up years and the issues that they deal with as a child. I mean, it's hard to wrap your head around tackling that with legislation. It's just, it's hard to think about that, but that really is what has to happen. Uh, I, I, you know, uh, what is it? Village raising a child, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, there, there's some very deep, uh, and troubling cultural uh, circumstances in this country right now. And one of the ways that plays out is all of this gun violence.
1: But yeah, the, the easy fix is guns. And there have to, Michael, I mean, up from the Democratic st- uh, standpoint, are there th- things that you think can get done that would actually make a difference?
2: No, I'm not sure there's anything that can get done. We have a Republican leadership uh led kind of the face of Mitch McConnell that's owned by the gun lobby. Uh, Common sense gun reform has always been tossed to the wayside. Um, That we've had opportunities in the past when those babies got killed up in Connecticut. Uh, We chose not to make a decision that's been almost uh, a decade later. Uh, We continue to live this on a weekly and daily basis and um, Mitch McConnell and the Republican leadership's okay with it. And so there's not going to be a change. Um, this is this is the world we live in. This is what we are going to have to accept.
1: All right. We'll have to leave it there, gentlemen. Uh, Michael Kelly and John Hancock. Appreciate your time this morning. You bet. All right. It is total information a.m. on Camo at seven thirty. Odyssey
0: celebrates Mother's Day brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.